You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans in the first segment, we talk about our trip at the Philadelphia Convention Center for the oh, United yeah. Soccer Coaches Convention, uh, where our Airbnb also terrified us and almost killed us. <laughs> <laughs> also, all, so many damn moves. Atlanta United, Barker watches over, David Akam, Ola Kamara. And every, some people want to stay in Columbus. Some people want to leave. And also, little baby Jack, don't go. Just don't no, Please don't go. <laughs> in the second segment, we talk to E. Boone over at Live Breathe Football. If you don't know who they are, they're basically the clothing version of the cool. Check it out. It was really cool. We got to meet with them down in uh, Philly. We got to hang out in their booth. They're doing big things. We're doing big things. We put all those big things together. Check it out. Big things. <laughs> Listen to that <laughs> and more on this episode of The Cooligans. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Yeah, baby. Hello. Come Hola. On. Que tal? <laughs> yeah, this is uh, the new all-Spanish version <laughs> of, <laughs> of the Cooligans. Which is how you announce it in English. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta you gotta warn people nowadays. Yeah, because you know how upset they get. Triggered. They might get triggered. <laughs> I, I voted specifically to not have to deal with this. <laughs> no, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. Yeah, my name is Alexis Guerrero. Yes, we are your two favorite stand-up comedians that host a comedic soccer podcast. And it's what? It's not just the funniest soccer podcast why don't you tell the people right now what this is it's goddamn gulliest soccer podcast damn right it's the gulliest goddamn soccer podcast <laughs> you gotta you got right? whisper it all creepy too you can't just say it yo you know what the fuck i am <laughs> i'm one half of the gulliest soccer podcast that's right wow goddamn hard. <laughs> wow now we know how you dirty talking to it with you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes i said mayo on that sandwich <laughs> oh you meant like with my wife oh no no no. that's exactly what i meant <laughs> okay good yeah. i mean i you of course you you order sandwiches in the sexiest way possible yeah. i mean who i and if you're not doing that, then just know that your deli, your deli guy is very, very upset with you. He don't respect you like he respect me. I just want you to know that while he's making you a sandwich, he's thinking about me. You need to know that. He's thinking about the sandwich he could be making you. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a very jealous uh, environment, <laughs> those, those delis. By the way, nothing has changed on this show. Uh, you tune in to hear about soccer eventually. <laughs> Maybe we'll get there. Maybe like 86 minutes in. Who knows? Yeah, everybody slow down. <laughs> no, but a couple big announcements very quickly. Uh, at the top of the show, you probably already heard. Oh, the, yeah. the Cooligans are officially, uh, you know, w because we've been in this new studio at, at Cumulus Media, at the top of Madison Square Garden, and everybody was like, yo, what the what the hell is all this about? How is that possible? What, what are these guys doing? I, I, these guys, they were doing, uh, you know, a podcast out of their, uh, you know, dimly lit basement, you know? And now, and now we're at the top of MSG. But So the reason that all of this was happening was because... Because of what you heard at the top of the show, the Cooligans are officially a part of the OG Podcast Network, the That's original right. podcast network, which is a, a new podcast network be started by uh, the people at Cumulus Media. Yep. Mike Coscarelli is, is uh, our producer. who's Which, been by the way, we, we mentioned him on the show so many times. Very funny comic. Go out, 
watches YouTube videos if he has any. If he says anything offensive, I'm so sorry that I told you to go watch it. <laughs> but he has a very funny comic. No, yeah, yeah. And when we were, you know, he kind of started talking to us about just our podcast in general. And we were happy to talk about it with anyone in comedy because most people are like, oh, you talk about soccer? Yeah, I'm done. I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> um, but he was really interested, and we didn't know that he was putting together this uh, this YouTube channel, which yeah. is really exciting. Yeah, and uh, and that YouTube, YouTube channel, YouTube podcast, podcast channel. network. <laughs> podcast network. I mean, there'll be videos too. You know, yeah. and all that stuff. We're doing a lot, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's a thing that uh, it's a reason we're here. It's why we're uh, we've been able to level up, as they say. Oh, yeah. uh, and we've been able to like you know now we're in like we're in a proper space where guests that we're trying to book are not like no, I'm not going to your dimly lit basement. No, thank you. Yeah, like when we talked to like it was no secret that Cal Martino was supposed to be in studio. Obviously, schedule changed the last minute. He wasn't able to make it. But when we were talking to him. I highly doubt that it would have needed a schedule change versus a just definitive no. <laughs> had we been like, no, come to my apartment in Brooklyn. Buddy, I got a wall with soccer cards on it. Come through, dog. I think you're on this wall, yeah, man. You're somewhere on this wall, dog. Why don't you come through? Why you take your shoes off? Have some respect. Also, okay. you got bed bugs? Like, I don't want you in my apartment. Yo, I mean, we, we have to ask every guest if yeah. they walk in. And if you look slick at any of my wife's stuff, you're getting you're getting you're getting duffed right there. <laughs> just uh, yeah, that in the news, very <laughs> just. Uh, right oh, Cal Martino gets duffed by the Cooligans. <laughs> what is duffed? <laughs> Listen in. <laughs> like more today. <laughs> Tune in at eleven. <laughs> Everything changes when you allow gully people into the soccer world. So uh, yeah, go to ogpodcastnetwork.com. Make sure you follow at ogpodcast, plural podcasts, uh, on all the social media channels. Uh, there's a bunch of great shows on uh, on the network. Work. Like uh, so, I Joy Ann Reed, who she runs a show uh, on MSNBC. She's a, a po popular uh, a, a political uh, you know analyst. And uh, about this, there's comedy, there's comic books, uh, there's food stuff. Which the, why am I not involved? We got to get on these all these other shows. Uh, yeah. uh, there's a the Well Read podcast, which is the a lot of people might have heard about that. That one's a very very popular one. Yeah, the the, the guys from uh, the what what do they call the the what, what, uh, he, the, the guy that he's uh, the liberal redneck, liberal yeah, redneck. Yeah, yeah. That he has those Facebook videos where he's they, you know, super viral, super viral videos yeah. of just uh, rednecks being reasonable. You yeah. know, that's what this would be the name of the show. Real, yeah. Rednecks being reasonable, which is <laughs> I would tune into that just to see if it was real or not. So there's a bunch of other great shows. Uh, and if you like the Nashville SC, <laughs> <laughs> if you like, uh, uh, you know, if you want to hear some other comedy podcasts, you want to hear uh, there's uh, yeah, there's there's an MMA podcast, uh, politics, news. There's everything. So go uh, and and support them because you will be supporting us uh, while while you do the same thing. So uh, yeah, we're very very excited about that. And going forward, it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. There's gonna yeah. be there's gonna be a lot of uh, uh, new uh, opportunities uh, because of all of this. So uh, thank you uh, again to all the people who are listening. The reason we are in this studio, the reason we are a part of this podcast network, is because uh, you've been uh, supporting us and you you're supporting soccer and we're and we're trying to find you know new avenues for. for for soccer to be a part of the, uh, the normal uh, uh, pop culture conversation, and uh, so boy, is it a struggle sometimes. It's a, a struggle because we try to we try to talk about it, and people are like, "Huh, what? Yeah. Who?" They're like, "Dude, we're having a pop pop culture conversation. 
question. Why would you? I just said pub culture, by the way. It's a guy holding a little baby dog. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, that could but, be... you know, we try to have pop culture conversations, and we try to interject, like, you know what else is funny? Diego Rossi's only 18 years old. <laughs> and uh, people are like, why are you talking about your wine time? Yeah, why are you ruining our yeah. time right now? Also, what are you drinking out of that gourd? And I'm like, mate, anybody wants them? That's how you get them. Uh, so, yeah, so that that's going to be the future of the Cooligans and the OG Podcast Network, and, and that union is going to be strong. Oh, baby. All right, so let's, uh, let's go. We, there's a bunch of things to talk about because... We were at uh, we were in Philadelphia. We were, in, we, were in, we were in Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles country, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where uh, they got to grease up the poles. Oh uh, yeah, because people, man, people be climbing because people because people climbing up, uh, putting up uh, you know pro rail banners up. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. People just driving trucks with with video screens on the side of them. <laughs> By the way, that is not how you change U.S. Soccer. Okay, and if if you weren't following us on Instagram, I think everyone's talked about it now though. Yeah, they. Even Eric Ronaldo had to be like, yo, it wasn't me. Yeah, he had to do the shaggy. <laughs> he legit was like, look, I liked it, but I got nothing to do with I it. I support it completely, yeah. but I am not complicit in yeah. its existence. <laughs> yeah. I love everything it said. I wish I was involved. And Why didn't Westerville hit me up? Because yeah. I really wanted to be involved in that. I mean, whoever did do that, and I think uh, Jay Riddle said this too. It's like, you know, that money could have gone and helped develop youth players or kids that can't afford uh, to go to, you know, a yeah. or something. It's yeah. Like, come on. And so if you don't know what we're talking about, so let's let's start from the beginning, right? Because we so we went to Philly for the the United Soccer Coaches Convention, which was uh, held uh, kind of in uh, concurrently with the the MLS Super Draft and yeah. the NWSL Draft. It was just a, a lot of there's just a lot of stuff going on, and it, yeah. it was it was cool. Uh, we had a, a, a lot of fun uh, just being there, and uh, I, I sort of I don't know how you felt, but I didn't exactly know what to expect. Uh, I, I thought I hear I see I hear a soccer coaches convention. I'm like, all right, how how quickly before I can take a nap during one of these seminars? Yeah. Oh, immediately. <laughs> see, when I heard that, I was like, I right, cool. So what? We get sandwiches or something with like Tata Martino? Is it that? Okay. Kind of soccer, yeah, you're right. soccer you, coaches convention. <laughs> you were way more optimistic. Yeah, uh, uh, it, I was like, "Yo, Thierry Henry gonna be there?" Would just be like, "Yo, Thierry, we need a we need an interview." He'll say yes. Hang out with us. Yeah, he legit walked in a back door, did his talk, filled the room, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I heard a helicopter take off from the top of the Philadelphia <laughs> Convention Center. Sure, he just uh, uh, rode away with uh, one of the Koch brothers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh wow, okay. That's a true. Garber buck falls out of it, <laughs> lands in front of us. Oh man, I would love to see. Uh, an actual currency of Garber Bucks. Oh, buddy, if Bitcoin is making money, you know Garber Bucks is going to uh, discretionary money, baby. So, um, so yes. So, we were there. Uh, it was at, held at the Philadelphia uh, conve well, Convention also, Center. We did a show, and we... Yes, we yeah. blew the doors off this fucking thing. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, we literally blew the door. They had to... Yeah. I mean, we had to reimburse them for the it. I was like... Why did you do that to the doors? <laughs> we were like, I thought that's what you're supposed to do when you do really well. Yes, so that we, that's why we, uh, that was our initial reason for being there, because we were doing a stand-up show for some of the coaches yeah. uh, of, of the of the, the, the United Soccer Coaches uh, Convention. So and some general public was, was there, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, we had a very good time, and shout out to uh, the homies. Total yeah. Soccer Show, D Daryl Grove and Taylor Rockwell. Oh, and as they said on their podcast, and I will, I will, re I will reply back. 
We're happy to be your best friends. <laughs> Thank you so much. We are they your are, best friends. They are, and they're our best friends now as well. Uh, yeah, we, we hung out. Uh, they came to the show. Uh, so did Jason Davis uh, yeah. of Sirius XM. Who is forever the homie. Uh, just and that, We're all just, we, I think we, we all got to get matching tattoos or something yeah. because <laughs> it was, was I we mean. We got to get like a pizza, but each of us are missing a slice <laughs> and that's the slice. We have the, <laughs> the bond is strong. That's all I'm saying. All I'm t- telling everybody right now, this the state of, of soccer media. Oh, buddy. Is, is doing quite well. Uh, soccer new media. That's right. Because old yeah. media is still hold door. Hold door. <laughs> Not trying to let us in. But new media, we cool with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're the, we're the NWO of, <laughs> yeah. of, of, of soccer media. All right, everybody, we're taking over. We're going to be telling, uh, you know, men and blazers to suck it while we do a <laughs> damn. Yeah. Like, can we be the NWA? <laughs> <laughs> tell you yeah. how it really is in these streets. Yeah, exactly. I, but we gotta we gotta tell uh, you know Daryl Grove like, yeah, man, you can't use those words yeah, no. so casually. It's a, yeah. I mean, it's like with we, your accent. First of all, it sounds beautiful, but also sounds very. Dangerous. We got uh, yeah, we got it's NWA, but you know, yeah. there's there's stipulations. And Jason Davis can because you know his girl Puerto Rican. <laughs> You're allowed to do it once, my dude. We give you the pass. Go for it, right? <laughs> uh, well, probably not. But I mean, we, no, please don't. <laughs> we just have to just clarify because yeah. I mean we, we're comedians. And we're joking around, but like it, it, it could be, it can lead to some serious issues. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, yes, we, we were there. We had a great time. The show was great. Uh, what we, other soccer podcast gives people the N word pass? <laughs> on live on the air. I mean, the, the I mean the ones that do, yeah. we probably don't want to listen to. No. I, so, <laughs> probably, those are probably not good ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that one's really deep in the heart of the south. That podcast you guys are listening to. <laughs> so uh, the, the show was a lot of fun, and it was it was cool. We got to hang out with them, uh, and and it was it was interesting doing stand up comedy for a bunch of soccer coaches because it it definitely felt initially like they were. Not particularly they're, they're, fond of the idea of comedy. Of comedy. <laughs> they weren't interested in really just laughing a whole bunch because I and they're I, so stoic. Yeah, I, I, mean, I feel like you can't. You, they don't leave. They don't leave it on the field. They they walk they, around yes. like they, they br- all walk They bring it to coach. the comedy clubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a coach. I'm a coach. I'm a coach forever. I'm a coach yeah. when I shower. I'm a coach yeah, when yeah, I poop. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm always a coach. When I'm having sex with my significant other, I'm like no. <laughs> Other hole. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't cut yeah. when you really should. Look, I got the whiteboard here. Some <laughs> X's and O's, and your, your foot's in the wrong place. They were, yeah, they were a little, uh, you know, making a sex pun. A little yeah. stiff. A little <laughs> stiff. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think they they came around, uh, and they they were also another another. <laughs> they were very. They were they were cool. They weren't yeah. at like you can tell the difference between like the regular audience and then the, and then the coaches. And I made a joke at, at the top of my set where I. Said, uh, I was like, who, oh, who, who is here for the, like, the coaches' convention? Yeah, and the only people who raised their hands were the white men. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh, interesting. The white men. It's a, it's very representative of the state of U.S. soccer. Yeah. Jonathan <laughs> and, Gonzalez is like, see. <laughs> <laughs> so it we was Skyped them in. <laughs> so it was interesting because they didn't like that joke at all. No. I mean, I, I was looking right at them, and yeah. I'm like, and the only per- the people who laughed the hardest were uh, Jason Davis and, yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, Taylor and Daryl. Taylor and Daryl, yeah, uh, which was great. Which again, again, just is representative of the state of soccer media at the moment. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and it's also kind of like this goes to show the battle that we're fighting. 
in a in a very real sense. It's like we're trying to do something that's new and exciting, and and you know we're we're not you know I don't know exactly what to say just after this, but we're trying to do something that's new and exciting, and maybe it's not as always as welcome because I think it's it is new and exciting. It's not necessarily who we are or what we are. I think it's just that it's new and it's different. And when you're sitting there, you're like you literally in real time see the old guard. And the new and like the new guard coming up, and you're like, yeah. oh, there's a big generational gap here. Well, you know? it, it, even in in a very uh, uh, analytical and almost serious note, being at the convention, it was everyone there is pretty much a soccer coach. We met everyone from all over the country, all over, and it was really cool to uh, to experience that and see what. I mean, these are the the people on the forefront of of what the the about what soccer is going to look like in the next like decade for the, that next generation. So these these people are important. They, a lot of them are are voters uh, for for the upcoming election. And but it was as a as just a, a, a soccer fan and and definitely yeah I'm, as a comedian and being there as as like a part of the media and stuff like that. I was way more. Uh, I, I felt more a part of the culture than ever. I was for like, sure. man, this is like these all these people and, and like I'm joking around. I'm like, oh, these are all the, at the show. It was all old white men but it's like the point i'm trying to make is that uh it's all old white men no no it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's 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 mainly it's not even the white men thing it's really the age right it's all older white men probably uh, you know and, and just like anything they they maybe think a little differently and 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 think a little bit more uh traditionally but when you're actually in the convention how many non-white men did we see? I mean, there were a lot of the women that worked for La Liga. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was a lot of women because the NWSL draft was also happening. Yeah, but how? But the majority when you when we were at the seminars, how many people were really there that that were not white? Yeah, and very very few. And 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 it also kind of begs the question of like, well, who's coaching the kids as well? Because it's it's the majority. It's ve it's very very homogenous. Yeah, and also all jokes aside, why are young Latin players maybe not? And maybe it's not an issue. All know? jokes aside on this comedy podcast, no more jokes. <laughs> All jokes aside, forever. Uh, this is not the gulliest. No, but like, if why are some of these young Latin or even black or anything, Asian, you know, Indian, anything at all, uh, players maybe not... I don't know. Bonding is strongly with the U.S. Like they, we've seen examples of in the past. Could it possibly be the fact that Maybe there's no coach that represents who they yeah, are. Yeah, doesn't doesn't that looks like them. Talk like them. Look like them. Maybe doesn't relate in the same way. Yeah, you know which is what I'm saying. We need more hood ass coaches, man. <laughs> we do. I would have never played. Soccer. Yeah, my coach got to go tooth. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> I respect him. Who's my coach to do with the grill? That's what <laughs> you don't see him. You got to look past him. And even he's rolling on dunks right now. Uh, excuse me, Coach Wall. I mean, call, call me Paul Wall. Yeah, yeah. Call me Paul. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, look, it, it is. It, it was it, it, being from like the outside in. It was the first time uh, we'd ever been uh, at something like that, and. I, I I wouldn't say I think for a lot there were a lot of people that were uh, that were excited to meet us that uh, yeah, were like hey was... we heard your show and uh, and they were big fans and and that was um, amazing we didn't expect that 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 many people within the soccer community uh, cared. Yeah, I think one of the things that surprised me the most is not the fact that people knew us. It's the fact that like people were kind of referencing things we've done. Yeah, and like people were like looking at us like, "Oh, you're here," you know. We're, sure. We're, I was like, "They're like, get out. Why, yeah. are you <laughs> Why are you here?" Is really what we've dealt with for a long time. Um, but you know, people being like, "Whoa, yeah." 
the Cooligans are here, you know? Uh, that was something that was really cool. I mean, you know, and also, you know, we're going to be talking to them at the end of this podcast, but uh, shouts to Eboon and all the guys at uh, Live Breathe Football, and even the dudes at Adidas. They were like, hey, do you want to use this space for interviews? Like, people know what they we're going to do now. So, wildly nice. I yeah. was just like, this is, I'm not used to this at all. Yeah, I'm not sure I like it, you know? <laughs> it's so much easier being the underdog, <laughs> you know? So, um, but yeah. yeah, we had a good time. Look, we had a good time on the on the stage. Um, uh, shouts to uh, those two guys for saying we were funny. They came up to us and they were very complimentary. All three guys, I should say, um, were very complimentary afterwards. And we hung out with them. We went drinking till like what three in the morning. Yeah, it was crazy. And then we go to our Airbnb, yo, which so- we didn't check in yet. Soccer media gets it in. Yo, son, like, yo, yo, if turn- you got an open bar, you better watch. <laughs> you watch your fun. Yo, dog. soccer podcasts are coming for them <laughs> drinks. Yo, yo, vodka and soda. New media is taking all your booze. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Your alcohol allocated. Yo, son, get them get them open bar budgets up. Yeah. Because- <laughs> we are DP drinkers, my dude. That's what we do. Okay. Uh, so uh, we went out, we hung out, and then we went to our Airbnb, which we did not check mm-hmm. into yet. Also, no. we we we, we we got it like wait, moments wow. before. We, I mean, we joke. We last year we had the the the, the joke about going to the All Star game and the Airbnb, the whole debacle, and we actually. Yeah. I mean, we legit had an Airbnb debacle this we time. We had a full-blown debacle <laughs> this time. We rented a place like right next to the convention center in like little old Philly. Center City. Center City, right. Yeah. And no parking anywhere to be found. We ended up having to throw it in a lot. Uh, but so we're walking. It's like three in the morning, exhausted. We went to CVS to get like shampoo and stuff that toothpaste. we didn't have. Toothpaste. Yeah. Condoms, obviously. Uh, condom. We got to get those. I mean, keep we got to get it straight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, please don't do that on this show because my wife listens to this. God damn it. She needs to, Alexis, she needs to know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't quit you. Uh, so we go, it's on the third floor, but like the place is basically like an Airbnb hotel where I think the owner lives on the first floor. So we go up to the top third floor. And as soon as I'm not kidding, like as soon as we get in, we put our stuff down, we figure out whose bed is who I go to lay down. All you hear is, I mean, no, it's like, it's, it, 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 it's like, eh, 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 yeah. eh. I mean, it, it's like a, I mean, it's a, it, it's a sound you hear in like before Jason Voorhees appears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, legit, yeah. the scariest yeah. noise ever. And you're just like, is that going to stop? So we waited a little bit to see if it stopped. There was nowhere to hide it. I opened the windows to see if it was outside. Clear it came from inside the building. Uh huh. We we had, we tried to shut off one of the like fans. Yeah, or we something. thought it was like a ceiling fan yeah. making like a weird noise. So we shut that off. <laughs> he shut that off because he's a little taller than me. He shut it off, and we realized that the noise no, still coming noise from the second floor. It's now. even louder this time. Yeah, yeah, for some reason that fan was helping drown it out. So it's three in the morning. We have to wake up at like eight to check. We got to check out by ten. Like we literally rented a place to sleep for four hours and maybe shower. So we went downstairs, second floor. We go in there and. We can clearly hear the noises coming from the room, but we don't want to go in the room. Yeah. It's somebody's room. It's somebody's room. <laughs> but we see the key downstairs and we're like, oh, if the key's in the door the way ours was, maybe no one's in here. So I was like, all right, go ahead, Christian. And Christian backs up behind me and goes, yeah, go ahead. And I was like, no, 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 you go ahead. It's three in the morning. I'm not going in somebody's room at three in the morning. Yeah, so we ended up going. Uh, we opened this. We got our do- flashlights from our phone. Open this on. door, yeah. Uh, and uh, Yeah, because the key was in the door, right? Yeah. So then we go in, and it was, it's, it was vacant. So it's like, it's essentially like but this. it's dark. It's, everything's dark. It looks like, it looks like uh, what's that, Blair Witch Project. Blair, legit Blair legit. Witch with the light, with the uh, with the iPhone flashlight. And also the sound is super loud. Loud. 
open this door. Loud. <laughs> it's loud like I, to the point where like you feel like it's gonna harm your ears. Yes, it's eh, eh. just. I mean, f imagine you're in in darkness. There's only light. It's just like uh, I, you're just hearing this loud. Eh, eh, it's like eh. some strangers thing. Oh. Stranger <laughs> things thing. Uh, and then we hear. Then we realize it's coming from the bathroom. They have like this like pod unit that's like a steamer and shower all in one. They were really cheesy looking. Definitely looks like really European. Looks like some Romanian hostel. <laughs> uh, I I open it. And now it's now the sound is blaring. Yeah, you have to open the door, and it is super loud. Like I can't even be in the room; it's so loud. <laughs> and Christian's like, "Well, shut it off." And it's like the buttons are like in other languages. I'm like, I don't know how to shut this. <laughs> I literally just start tapping on all these buttons, and it looks really. It looks like a Fisher Price shower set. Like it's gonna fall apart. I'm just hitting every button. And all of a sudden, I tap. I was hitting volume, everything. I hit a button, and it just stopped. And he goes, "What'd you hit?" And I go, "I don't know, but let's get the fuck out of here." <laughs> we just like ran out of that. And now it's like what 4:15 in the morning. Yeah, so we got to try to get to sleep. Yeah, so and so then I don't think I told you, but the the Airbnb host told me. What it was, and uh, apparently it was an alarm, uh, probably set uh, act, maybe hopefully accidentally uh, by the previous guest uh, to like if you fall in the shower, yeah, it's like it's like an alarm to let people know that you that you you fell in the shower and that you're stuck and can't get out. Jesus. <laughs> so it's like a nightmare sound that you have to address. You can't ignore it. Well, let me tell you something. It works. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, it was. It, I mean, yeah. It was. We, uh, we should have filmed it, but I was too scared to film. It. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. So we also needed the flashlights, <laughs> so we were gonna be like selfieing it in case there's a guy with a bat. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So when you want to hear what was the most memorable moment of uh, the the the, 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 uh, the United Soccer Coaches Convention uh, and the MLS Super Draft, it is that. It, yeah. It is that, that was we, it for us. <laughs> we, we were terrified. So let's get into. Uh, the actual soccer. Yeah, there's some news that we got to talk about. Some, some stuff keeps happening. Some stuff keeps happening. We, yeah, we want to take a break, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the MLS offseason will not allow it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start. Uh, I mean, just very quick, we can go through a little bit of the draft. The draft itself was we, we had to leave before the Super Draft, um, which was a bummer because after after seeing it, I'm like, I wish I w we could have been there, but we, could, we just couldn't stay in Philly for it. Uh, but it was cool to see. Uh, we we were there for the NWSL draft and we we hung out there for a while. We got to, yeah, we got to see some of that, which was really dope. Which is cool seeing a lot uh, of supporters too, which was really cool. We posted some of that on our Instagram. Yep, and uh, uh, but for the MLS Super uh, MLS Super draft, there was uh, a lot of NYCFC supporters came out. I saw there, there's yeah. a, a great video from the NYC NYCFC away, away days. days. Yeah, uh, they did a great little vlog of, of that experience. And Hanya did a great uh, job with that. Yeah, so definitely uh, uh, check that out. But the uh, yeah, there's, I, I mean, the, the the problem with the draft is that I feel like year after year it's becoming less and less significant. Uh, the, the, it's you're draft, you're, you're almost drafting a player to to become a trialist or like to put him in the USL team if you have one. Yeah, which to some degree is probably not a bad idea. I mean, it's kind of like. You know, uh, I don't know what the hockey draftees do, um, but NFL drafts are kind of you look for them to be starters. Yeah. You know, NBA, you look for them to be yeah, starters. It's a, or big, it's a big deal because that's the but only way. Baseball, you, you don't. Uh, uh, baseball, yeah. They, also, nobody watches the draft. I don't even, I don't think I've ever seen a draft. Uh, I have not either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, like maybe a highlight on uh, on ESPN or something like that, but it's not something I pay attention to. Other than that pitcher from the Senators back in the day who was like a big, big get. 
Remember that guy from the Senate? The national, the nationals, nationals, the nationals. <laughs> you yeah. talk about the Ottawa Senators and hockey. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Um, I was thinking Washington. I thought of Senators because I was thinking people who don't do their jobs. Uh, but uh, the Washington oh, oh. Nationals, uh, they got that that pitcher who I don't think ended up working out for them. But he, I remember he was like a like a huge name. That was the only time I ever heard Stephen Strasburg. I think yeah, you're talking about the only time I ever heard anyone care of a draft in baseball. Yeah. So I think you know soccer is going to be the same thing. I just don't understand why it exists, but it does seem fun. But I mean, everyone the, pageant, went up the there. pageantry is kind of nice. But when you're you're getting uh, uh, the like the sort of some of the transfers that are, I mean, Botico, yeah, the quality of players, the quality of players always. that are coming in from uh, from other sources, homegrown and and from uh, from other countries, is really outshining anything you, any player you're going to get from the super drafts. Unless there's yeah, a, Remy Guard said that. He said he was like, why? He's yeah, like, hey, I, I said it to Remy Gard. He's repeating. Yeah. He's quoting me. Well, it's about time. He starts <laughs> listening to the show. Uh, but he was like, yeah, I mean, why? He's like, I'm going to trade these away. He's like, who needs this shit? He was, he, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. It's, just like, it's almost like uh, when you when you collect like uh, trading cards and you get doubles. You're yeah. just like, what? Are, I got all of these. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to throw, I'm throw I don't them. Want none of this. <laughs> none of these are squirtles. You know? Uh, so you're just like, he said that he was going to, he's like, I'm trading these away. He's like, I got better stuff in my homegrown in my academy. I, yeah, I yeah. I don't need you. I don't need you. Your college dropouts. Yes. Yeah, you know? So, so uh, during the draft, uh, I, I look. I, I don't know. It, it's tough because nobody. I don't know who really pays attention to uh, to college soccer. I don't watch it. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know how to watch it. To be honest. I mean, I don't want to watch it. And it's also like, isn't it like the season like six weeks long in like forty two games? Yeah, <laughs> they just it's like you get they have more they have more games than classes in college. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, look uh, again, but uh, it, it's for some teams it can be a it can be a big deal. LAFC, uh, they had the, they had the first pick. Uh, yeah. They, they picked uh, uh, Joao Moutinho, uh, which clearly from Akron because they don't have a lot of players. And he's yeah. clearly there's like five or six players that were really big one, uh, Baquero or Baquero, Baquero, John, um, John Baquero, I think. Yeah, he's clearly someone with a lot of skill. Tr- I think uh, Tristan Chicago, uh, some Tristan, something Tristan. That all the, uh, the LFC got two picks yeah. uh, in the first round that they moved up for. John Moutinho. John Moutinho. He looks like he honestly looks like a John Stones kind of uh, center back that's uh, pretty good on the ball. He's, yeah. He goes up front. Uh, he's he's a little uh, more crafty than your traditional center back. Yeah, but he's still a kid. And I don't know how he's much how much time he's uh, uh you know real playing time he's gonna get, but but being the first pick, he's probably gonna be there's probably gonna be some expectation of uh, for for his talent. So, yeah. um, but I, I think the bigger news out of the draft was really probably again Atlanta United. They they do not allow the 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 news cycle no. to go. On without them. MLS is Taylor <laughs> Swift trying to get an award, and Atlanta United is Kanye West. <laughs> yo, MLS, just, like, yo, I know you're doing this whole super draft thing right I'm now. I'm gonna let you continue, but first, <laughs> but I first, just wanna say. I just wanna let you know that we. Uh, we signed Ezekiel Barco. Yeah. He's, uh, he's on. They 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 announced. And it. he's more valuable than anything here right so now. It, it was funny because we were talking about it last week, right? Because they, it was all basically in the news that it was it, it, it already happened, but Atlanta United had not announced it. And during the draft, your homie Darren Eels <laughs> had the nerve. Susanna Collins interviewing him, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, uh, what, what do you think of this draft? I know you guys got, you know, there's a lot of things happening in Atlanta. Uh, Ezekiel Barco." You guys are getting Ezekiel Barco, so he uh, 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 he goes. Oh, well, you know, you know that we can't uh, respond to uh, you know players that are not under contract under contract to another, yeah. to another teams. Then like. 
10 minutes later. Yo, like, he, like <laughs> he said that and then he held up his phone and hit tweet. And it said, like, we signed Ezekiel Barco. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why, why so coy, Mr. Yo, Eels? Susanna Collins would have had a scoop. <laughs> that would have been great. It would have been a nice little uh, video, nice little clip on MLS. She would have been shown all over MLS stuff. <laughs> you, you, heard it, you heard it here first from yeah. this British man. Yeah. And he was like, ah, I don't know what you're talking about. We can't handle, we can't talk about players that are under contract elsewhere. Someone whispers in his ear, we signed him like a, like hours ago. What are you talking what about? Uh, so, and and yes, and then Atlanta United did, they, 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 I think they were just the, the, the web team, you know, the, the, the <laughs> yeah. social media team was still editing the video in Adobe Premiere. Yeah. Uh, and didn't, it's and, still exporting. It's like, it's 90%. Not, I can't, we can't talk you about can't, it. you can't say it yet. Let's, yeah. I mean, you know, I use an old laptop. I mean, it's taking forever, but. And then, uh, and then they finally put it up uh, and uh, they had the, uh, the, the jersey reveal in the yeah. locker. Uh, and 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 of course everybody was very happy uh, in Atlanta in in Georgia people uh, yeah. are very impressed but this is I look again we, we mentioned this is a huge huge deal he's the most expensive player to ever come to Major League Soccer he's 18 years old so much promise uh, and it's and they it seems like. This could be, this is the precedent set of what the future of Major League Soccer will look like. Is it though? I mean, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of great articles. Gab Marcotti had one. Uh, the Dummy Run, which we retweeted, had one basically talking about how every other team has the ability to do this for the most part. A lot of other teams have the funds to do this and they're not doing it. So do is have, this the future? Do they have the funds though? I mean, a lot of them do. Let's say we know NYCFC does. <laughs> a lot what? of their bodies in the oil fields. <laughs> Sorry, it is what it is. You know. But look, they the the the, the, the what is it? The thoughts or the expression? Oh, do not the, represent. Yeah, do not represent OG podcast or cumulus or, or New York City football or bro. Christian Malanco. <laughs> he is alone on that. But, no, uh, but honestly, like we know. CF, CFG has money. Clearly, they've got a lot of money because you know city. But, they, uh, but look, I mean, NYCFC is not the the correct example of if of, of teams not spending money. They they've uh, uh, Medina, uh, 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 who else? Tinnerholm. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Joe Inge, uh, uh, the guy from Joe Inge, uh, Mom. Bur uh, Barrett or something. Yeah, uh, they're the NYCFC looks uh, stacked. They look stacked. But I will say, did you know that? And this is true. I think up until. Two or three days ago, all the other signings, including Diego Rossi and Medina and all these other guys, amounted to five million dollars total. Ezekiel Barco. Oh, okay, okay. Thirteen million. Yeah, I mean, no, but obviously, I mean, it, look, this is it's a big. It's we a, don't know these players as well because they're not leagues that we follow as strongly. Mm -hmm. So we look at someone like Jesus Medina, and I'm like, oh my god. You know, this guy's going to be great. Yeah. You know, even Columbus Crew signed somebody, you know, a uh, uh, million dollar 18-year-old. Um, these are all huge. I mean, we don't want to discount these things. These are great. Uh, clearly, NYCFC, I think, has had the best offseason of any team in the league. And that's not just saying because I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder. That You look at that, what the, the gaps that they had in there. Yeah. They filled in every and, hole. And there's depth everywhere. For sure. Uh, but, you know, you look at someone like Ezekiel Barco. This is a player on a different level. Simply value wise, not necessarily playing skill wise, than everyone else. Yeah, is that is that the future? Is the future really just a bunch of these sort of closer to one million dollar buys? If that's the case, I think that's still an improvement for the league. That's a great but sign. I mean, yeah, or, you know, Arthur Blank is throwing money around like you know, like 
he bought Bitcoin day one. You know, like he's like, <laughs> I, look, buy using now. I mean, it does look like, uh, you know, having having a guy like Darren Eels, especially come from Tottenham, uh, know know how the Premier League works, know how the how the fi- the world financial soccer market works, and I mean, and it's very it's obvious Th- that kind of money spent on a player is not. Is it, that's not a play that's going to be there ten years? No, he's it, it's he is a it is a stopgap and not stopgap. He it it's is a, a stepping stop, stone. It's a stepping stone for him. He's going to Europe. He'll probably be there two, maybe three years. Almirón is probably leaving in the summer, or he's leaving uh, at the the following se- at the end of the season for sure. So th- that but but as far as. Uh, Major League Soccer becoming a place where they where they can be one of those uh, uh, ballers at the table, yeah. you know, when it's like, no, we got the money to 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 be and to be in this conversation. That I think is what the future of Major League Soccer at the very could least. Be. If MLS starts, especially MLS teams, can start to become a part of the conversation, where. You know, not necessarily the Chinese Super League where like, oh, if you don't want to pay him, we'll send him to China and he's going to make more money. Mm -hmm. And agents can use that as sort of a bargaining tool. But if MLS can start to become a part of the conversation as to, oh, you want to develop into a player that plays in Europe, you have some of those skills now. Instead of being sent alone to Olympiacos or the Ed of the VC or some of these other places, MLS can start to become one of those places where you can go and build your value as a player. That's massive. That, and that would be huge. And that and that, that would be so big. Look, we'd have to get used to players only being here for two years, which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be amazing. I mean, look at look at what we're dealing with with Jack Harrison right now. You oh, know what I mean? speaking of players here for two years, I mean, don't break my heart, Alexis. Jackie Harrison. Jackie boy. Going to Stoke. Uh, well, not yet. Nothing's official. I mean, it's... You know, it's like your wife's packing, but the paperwork isn't in, so maybe I guess she's not getting divorced. (laughs) There's a truck backing up, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, it looks like he's gone. Kyle Aaron is the one who's going to stay. Kyle Aaron (laughs) is never leaving MLS, whether he likes it or not. That dude's going to be 65. Yeah. And he's going to be the front Being stuck in MLS is his uh, prison sentence for driving on the other side of the road. That is it. (laughs) He's trapped here. So, But look, let's, let's talk about Jack Harrison first, because as soon as I heard this, I'm like, baby, Baby Jack, yeah. don't do this to me, we baby. Need a burger after you. Where are you going? <laughs> don't do this to me, baby. Uh, Jack Harrison, oh, you know, winger for NYCFC. Uh, you know, uh, selected what in the 2016 yeah. uh, first draft. round by Chicago. First, by Chicago, first pick by Chicago. NYCFC uh, moves up uh, and gets Jack Harrison. Turns out to be gener- generation Adidas. Turns out to be an absolutely great player, a, a great compliment to 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 Villa. He's uh, he's the second. He has to be the second leading goal scorer on the team. I mean, he scored he scored so many. Yeah, it has to be him. It's, it has to be Villa, Harrison, and I think Jack. Uh, then t- uh, Tommy McNamara, probably. Yeah. So this I don't know. This is <laughs> a move to Stoke. Suge- people are suggesting uh, who was it? Uh, Ives uh, uh, Galarsep from yeah. uh, he, he wrote on uh, on Goal dot com that. Stoke are interested uh, in making a bid that they made a bid that was initially rejected. Yeah, I think they made a $3 million bid that yeah. got rejected. It looks like it went up to about four and a half. Yeah, NYCFC is the Independiente of Major League Soccer. Yeah, he's not going nowhere. No. No, like, you don't have to do the accent. <laughs> no, that's how yeah. we talk now, okay? Yeah, Vieira. 
Button up your shirt a little bit. <laughs> a little too much, too much yeah. chest there, buddy. <laughs> buddy. Also, why are you eating that much grilled meat? Oh, you're Argentinian now. No. So I think they they uh, went back with I think a four point five million dollar bid, but the incentives that that could uh, push it to six million. If, yeah, like uh, uh, based on playing, based and, on play and achievements. Now I uh, Jack Harrison originally, but he was born uh, at uh, Stoke on Trent. All yeah. right and. He boogied out of there, though. He left. He moved to Bolton. Yeah. And then he eventually played. Manchester uh, United Academy. Manchester United Academy. Uh, and then uh, uh, came to the U.S. Uh, and played, uh, what What was the school again? Uh, Berkshire. Berkshire's. Yeah. Uh, so I hear this, and I'm just like, and, and it, it, it legit, legitimately hurt me. I don't even, I'm like, I can't even trust how much it, I read this, and I'm like, no. This Th- is this don't is, do this to me. This is who you are, okay? You're mm-hmm. a good person, and you think the best of people, which is why you probably agreed to work with me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ill advised, completely. Oh, buddy, I, when I when you said yeah, I was like, that's his mistake. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna drag his value down. I saw this coming a year ago. Um, we got to meet him and know him personally. And we got to meet his mother and know her personally. And we can't think of someone who supported us more in the beginning uh, than his mom. Yeah. Uh, Deborah Harrison is one of the greatest people I've ever met and had the uh, luxury to consider um, a friend or an acquaintance. Uh, so I'm happy that, you know, she doesn't have to do the bounce back and forth between England. I'm sad that he's not a part of, um, you know, a team that we love to go see and that he's not a part not of. Not official yet. Uh, it's not official yet, but it looks like <laughs> it, uh, t- all signs point to him not being here. And it's the reason why I'm kind of more excited than I am sad, even though I am very sad, is that this is going to become a normal part of life as a uh, MLS fan. If what yes. you've said before is true, we're going to yeah. be waving goodbye to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, we're going to be smashing champagne bottles in the front of a lot <laughs> of cruise boats and not knowing if they're coming back. It's- but I think Jack Harrison, in the tail end of his career, will want to come back and do what maybe he couldn't do here if he decides to leave right away and win an MLS Cup. I think so. Yeah, that that part of it is like if NYCFC win an MLS Cup and Jack Harrison's not there, just it it wouldn't it wouldn't feel the same, right? It yeah, would. We got to send him a ring if we win one. I know. Yeah, <laughs> at least a picture of one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see what that looks like? Could have been yours, uh, buddy. There's a burger in the mail. Don't eat it. But no, I and I imagine you know a, a, a lot of teams uh, uh, will feel, uh, when Admirong eventually leaves. I mean, it'll uh, be sad. A, a little be sad. But the United B, fans are going to feel hurt. We should honor the part of their history that of our history as a league and a, whatever team it is that they played for, whoever you love, that they were a part of it. Exactly. That's and I'm that's saying. exactly how you feel about Alexis Sanchez uh, of Arsenal. Good riddance, <laughs> playing the damn piano. Who the fuck do you think you are? But I've always wanted to be here. Bruh, you thought you were going to City for months. You agreed to, you told City you were coming last summer. And now all of a sudden, oh, oh, I've always wanted to play for Mourinho. Bruh, you didn't know that was an option until about a day ago. How dare you, you disgusting human being. I hope, I hope one of your dogs runs away. <laughs> <laughs> not both, because not I both. want you to look at it yeah. and remember it. And you're not a monster. You wouldn't wish that. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, the different uh, tone that you had. Um, but 
so so look, we're 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 adjusting. We'll figure that out. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. When you hear this on uh, Wednesday, it might have already happened. News might have broke. It might. Yeah. So who who knows? Just know that if uh, that news does break, uh, I will be in the fetal position <laughs> in this studio crying. If that news breaks, so will Christian's water. <laughs> so, <laughs> so will my self esteem. Yeah. So uh, a, a couple other things uh, that that, that transfers. Uh, uh, I'm a huge huge news. The Philadelphia Union. The, just the fact that they picked up a phone. My <laughs> they went to work. They went to work. The, oh the, my god! The fact that they punched in is <laughs> enough to be excited about for Philadelphia Union fans. You know they were looking at their phones, going, "Should I even answer it?" You know, what I mean? like they weren't sure they wanted to do work, buddy. In Philly, something got done. Yeah, during during the draft, uh, the Chicago Fire have traded away uh, David Akam to the Philadelphia Union. Completely unexpected. No one saw this coming. Uh, for I, 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 how much money was it? Uh, I it don't, ends up being um, it's one point three million. Okay, in, in uh, altogether, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know the numbers, but they traded uh, uh, Tam, I guess Tam and Gam yeah, or Tam something. And Gam. They weren't using it. Yeah. So you might as well trade it. In the end, it actually ends up being kind of like, you know, we joked around about the fact that they weren't spending any money and they weren't going to, and this is what they're going to do. They're going to trade away all of their uh, stuff because all their TAM again because they're not going to use it anyway. But in the end, you're like, well, I yeah. mean, look, you made good out of a bad situation. Here's the issue, though. He's only got a year left on his contract. <laughs> he is not staying with the Philadelphia Union so he was, for more than a year. So you gave away 1.2. There it is. 1.2 yeah, 1. million, million in allocation money. 300000 um, of it was Gen- general, Gam- and nine hundred thousand was uh, Tam. Tam. Yo, you gave away one point three million for a year of David Akam. I think they were just at a point where they were just like the fan base was going to. The revolt. fan base was just gonna- He's like, look, if if the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, I mean, this is going to be bad. You know, <laughs> they uh, yeah, I think this this feels like a decision where they were just like. Look, whatever whatever offer you put on this table, we if if it's even mildly tempting, we're gonna take it. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, a, a huge move though. Uh, d- disappointing for a lot of uh, Chicago Fire fans. You know, uh, you know Nicole Hack, uh, who you know, member of uh, Section Eight supporters out out in Chicago, uh, was tweeting at us. Just, just I don't even want to say it, just a bunch of swear words. Just a bunch. Of, she was just angry that this move even happened uh, to begin with. Twitter wouldn't even show it. Twitter just said censored. <laughs> so we're like Redacted. Nicole, Nicole, you got to tone it down yeah. because wow. <laughs> we've we've never heard this kind of language Nick. on the internet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Calm yourself down. So, but but absolutely, go in the other room and get yourself together. <laughs> for Phil, for Phil, uh, Philadelphia Union fans, you're excited about this. For Chicago Fire fans, it, was David Akam becoming an issue? Did they not want to risk losing him for nothing? It seems like that was the case. Where they were just like, uh, well, at least we'll get some money to move forward. But a huge, huge loss. And you you have to think, how is this going to affect the team? The good sign, Bastian Schweinsteiger uh, resigned. He is coming back for another year. Uh, but when you think of what David Akam offered with with pace, with how uh, uh, people always had to watch him, uh, defenders always had to uh, you know keep an eye on him. Honestly, the person I'm worried about the most yeah. is, is your boyfriend, Nemanja Nikolic, because you know you know that a lot of those goals 
that he got were because a lot of focus was put on yeah. Akam. I mean, he's the golden boot leader, but you need to have uh, you know, other your your attacking yeah, partners. He's not on an island. He does that. He's also more of a poacher and a front of goal guy. So yeah. that happens because people are sort of drawn to other places and he gives himself some space. Um, you hope that Bacero can come in. And make a difference, but I, you know, Bacaro's slow as hell. Like he doesn't have the sp- the pace. Maybe there's other people there that we don't know about that can sort of you know pick up that that load. But mm-hmm. losing Icom, but it's one point two million. You were going to lose him in a year anyway. Yeah. So so you cashed him in for the most you were going to get. And if you're Philly, you're in a bad situation because you know, you know everyone knows you got to sell your your tam. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you're not going to get a good deal. Like this was this was bad moves all the way around. For Philadelphia. This was bad moves. You don't put yourself out there as I need, I need, I need, because everyone is like, oh, well, I'm going to be a shark in that water, <laughs> and I'm going to try to get as much out of you as possible. And that's exactly what happened. They ended up getting a great player. Can they keep a calm there? Absolutely not. Are they going to be able to pay a calm to stay there? Absolutely not. Is he going to stay a year after that? Probably not. So at the end of the day, you bought him for something you weren't going to use for a year. And you're not gonna go. You're not gonna go past that. <laughs> and Chicago got what they could get, and they got more than they probably should have gotten. It, 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 so everyone kind of made out good, but also it sucks for everybody. I don't it, understand. It, this it is, is a good it, deal. This move is solely for. I think for both teams, almost is solely for what. Uh, what can we do in 2018? Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Let's make the most of it. Uh, Philly, is this is this a move that can get them in the playoffs? Probably not. I don't uh, see that because they were very bad last year. Uh, but still an exciting move. Uh, I, I'm excited to see uh, David Akam uh, play against uh, uh, against uh, play with uh, CJ Sapong. Yeah, I, I think it'd be fun. So, uh, so we'll see. Next up, Ola Kamara made it very clear wanted to get the hell out of Columbus uh, before they go to Austin, and uh, and now he's officially a LA Galaxy player. Yo, Justin Miram is like, wait, I thought we were going together. <laughs> this was, uh, well, we both put we, in our transfer class. Delma and Louise. I thought we were supposed to yeah. uh, go together. <laughs> you sit in the passenger seat like, who's going to drive off the cliff? <laughs> um, uh, but the the move happens, uh, a swap, a trade with um, uh, Ola yeah, Kamar for yeah. Jazzy Zardes. Uh, and I believe uh, three hundred or 400000 uh in in some sort of allocation money. Garbage bucks. I don't know. Jazzy Zardes, is he going to be able to... And, you know, sort of go back to the player that he was. Uh, ugh, I don't know. It's a tough place to go is Columbus and try to rebuild your, uh, I don't know, your, what is that? Your reputation. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. There's just so much happening there that's going to be hard for him to focus on what he's doing. Yeah, and I and I wanted to, um, you know, we talked about the uh, Save the Crew and a lot of stuff. And, and you know, it, it's still an ongoing way, we situation. One of those stickers. If Save the Crew is listening. Oh, yeah. Those stickers. Uh, but this uh, uh, Federico Egoin was on uh, ESPN uh, last uh, couple of, last week for uh, uh, MLS Media uh, Media Week or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Max Bredos did ask him uh, this question yeah. uh, about what he thought about the, the whole situation. And Federico Egoin kept it. Absolutely real. Did you see this? Kept yet? I actually read the transcript. Okay. Uh, transcript of I, it. I just want to play it uh, real quick okay. for, for the listeners here. Here's Federico Iguain talking to uh, Max Bredos. With the Columbus crew and the talks that it might be, you know, mm. the team might be moving in. Yeah. There was a lot of very apasionado, the yeah, yeah, la gente. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did you see it? Uh, have you had conversations with the hard. fans? Yeah. I don't have it, but it's hard. Yeah. You know, it's uh, to, to me, it's a. Uh, uh, it's a 
it's, it's, it's very difficult to understand, you know, because if, if this happened in Argentina, maybe people die. <laughs> Someone could die, <laughs> you know. <laughs> if they but, took Nuevo Chicago, but, they yeah, were moving it to course, Rosario. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. But here it's a, it's a different country, a different culture. It happened in NBA, I mean, yes. baseball, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's basically... If it happened in Argentina, <laughs> people die. People will die. Yeah. And by the way, yeah, it would. <laughs> Could you imagine you told the Boca Juniors fans, hey, we're moving you out of Boca to like, uh, I mean, now we're moving you out of the Boca neighborhood, even just to the neighborhood next door where like Rivera is and the, where the money is. That was like the, the yeah, suburban yeah. ones. Could you imagine the firebombings that would happen, <laughs> cars would be exploding. Yeah, dude. I mean, People it'd be it'd be Fallujah real fast. Yeah, yeah it would. <laughs> um, he's not wrong, and I think it's I think he's being honest. And maybe he didn't get in trouble for this one because he didn't seem to pick a side. Yeah, he and did. He, was, he did. He said say, it's difficult, and it also must be just difficult for him to understand. It's kind of like reminds me of the first time I saw one of my white friends say, "No, mom." And I was like, here it comes. <laughs> oh, boy. And they didn't get hit. And I was like, <laughs> whoa. They, they, this is very difficult for me. It's different because if a, I do it It's a very from, different culture. I don't from, understand. I die if I do that. I die. I die right there. I have a chocolate in my mouth and I die. My mom kills me yeah. and uh, she has a new another son who yeah. is more well-behaved. <laughs> Someone who has, you have a child who has honor. And uh, that is not what happened here. Um, yeah, I, I, it's exactly the same. You know he's looking around like, when when do the gunshots start? And it's not happening. Yeah, uh, I, and it is interesting uh, being in that position. And Iguain is a different kind of player. Where he's yeah he's uh, uh, he's Argentinian. He is he he came to Major League Soccer when it, it wasn't a league that was bumping. Yeah. You know he he's not he's not one of the highest paid players or whatever. His brother is, is one of the highest paid players in the world yeah. out in in, in uh, Juventus. You do you, brother, but. <laughs> but uh, Iguain is a different kind of guy where he's like, I'm low key. I like living in Columbus. Nobody really knows who I am. I'm. Re he's one of the. He does not want to leave Columbus. He. No, I mean, no. he's in. A, he's in a tough position where he. Not, he does not want to be traded. He does not. He loves his life there. Yeah, uh, he wants to stay there, and he wants the team to stay there. But he can't be very vocal about that. No, he's he's not in a position where he can say those things. But he can let the fans know, and this was his way of letting the fans know, like, look, I I, I can't necessarily side with you. You, but I can voice the same opinion as you is that this sucks. Yeah. And he, I think he did that with a lot of um, decorum. And I'm, I'm very happy that, uh, you know, a lot of the players seem to be finding ways to get their real uh, feelings out without sort of making it more difficult They're for like, themselves. Yeah, he can't be like, pre-court's an asshole. Yeah. I mean, I met the guy, you know. <laughs> he told me about Austin day one. He signs my like, checks. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, can one of you guys buy the team? <laughs> you know, he doesn't do that. Yeah. Uh, so, but, it, but seeing that from... Um, from some of the players, I, we had uh, who who was uh, Santos, right? The, the other player yeah. uh, uh, last week. Uh, that th that also, you know, as, his brother, as, as his brother yeah. at the wedding. So, but seeing that, like some of the players are gonna, especially this season, it's probably gonna be almost every game. They're gonna, they're, somebody, some uh, reporter is gonna ask uh, these questions, and and it's something that they're gonna have to like uh, uh, yeah. struggle with and maneuver. If uh, you thought Arsenal fan TV was lit over the last two years, wait. <laughs> Wait for Save the Crew TV or whatever it is that they're gonna do. They, it, Just the fan base during the games because it's gonna get we're, sticky. We're not in the in the uh, uh, at stage seventeen right now, but the I would have played this. But they the they did a a YouTube video, Save the Crew, like 
like PSA. Yeah. And it really, I mean, again, you more the more you watch this, and also even at the convention, this uh, this question came up a lot, and it's getting it's it's really hurting more and more day after day. Just how you see the passion from the Columbus Crew fans, and they and and they're doing everything they can. Where they even they're even telling. Uh, 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 people in uh, there in the PSA told people in Austin to not support any initiatives that would bring the team over. So they're really, I mean, they're pleading and begging in, in, in any fashion that they can to keep their team uh, in their city. Yeah, uh, it's going to get a little sticky and it's going to get rough, but hopefully that fan base can uh, find a way to find something that makes it work for them because I've said it on before and I, I got heat from it from, <coughs> excuse me, I got heat for it from one of the crew fans where they were like, oh, uh, what a kind of a cold. Uh, reaction to what's happening. It's not necessarily, it's, uh, you know, I'm trying to be real. Uh, yeah, yeah. From everything we're seeing and hearing, and we're hearing the same thing as you guys. We don't have any inside information. Uh, it's not looking great. So, you know, I think much like with the Jack Harrison issue, it's like, let's start finding a way to sort of rem- remove ourselves from this current situation. And what can we do moving forward to make sure that this doesn't happen again or fix the house that we live in right now? Because part of it is leaving. Yeah. That so, didn't make any sense. But and, you know what I mean. And just very quickly, I just want to cover, we did mention Kyle Aaron at the top of the show. We don't know what's going on with him, but it, there's, it's another nightmare for him. Yeah. Uh, Basikta said they were going to send him on loan. So now that's apparently done. He doesn't want to go to Besiktas anymore. Yeah. Now he's trying to work out a deal with Olympiacos. But 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 uh, Besiktas they they had posted stuff on social media saying that he's w- that he was with the team and they had him with all the like medical like uh, yeah they put like the, the stickers the, the, on the, him the, like the the EKG yeah stuff. he looked like uh, Ivan Drago and, yeah, him and like, Rocky <laughs> just a, a thumbs up and he wore a Besiktas jersey I mean. It looked like it was a done deal. It is not a done yeah, deal. Yeah, so and that was rumored that he was going to be uh, put put on loan, but he's still an Orlando City player. This nothing has happened, so I don't know what the hell's going on. Maybe next week uh, we'll have a little bit more information. But this doesn't help with uh, the state of just Orlando City. It's yeah. just it's just constant d- disarray. They just can't figure stuff out. It's just so frustrating. And look, Fabian Castillo dealt with this kind of same thing when he went uh, to Trabs and Sport, right? Uh, but it, it, this seems even this seems. Worse. I don't know what it, it feels. It feels weirder because it seems more disrespectful. Than well, ever. Kyle said that he would pay the one and a half million um, acquisition fee on his own. He said he would drop that cash on his own just to get out of Orlando. So it looks like there's a lot of animosity between the player and the, and the club. And yeah. I know if he doesn't work out a deal, I don't know that he can come back. So uh, this could be bad. This could be bad for <laughs> Kyle. This could be bad for the Mex- uh, the Mexican, for the Canadian national team. He's going to change. He's going to Ed 3 also. <laughs> Jonathan Gonzalez gone. Kyle Aaron is switching. Everybody going to Ed 3. Uh, so look, we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll get more information uh, next week. And, uh, and and hopefully we can make fun of Kyle Aaron. That, that's really all. It's this, always a lot of fun. That's isn't always it? what this podcast is. But you do it on multiple podcasts. <laughs> you bring us on ETR, we're going to do it. Uh, so, why yeah. We, why don't we do this? Why don't we get to our break? And then after the break, what a great interview we have. Yes. Someone that has been a fan of ours and a group that has uh, supported us from day one. And we're happy to support Eboon and everything he does. Live, breathe football. If you don't know who these guys are, they're an amazing sort of design crew. They did all that cool sort of checkerboard stuff you saw for SKC come out. It's a lot of like collabs and um, a lot of stuff that's like, I guess it's more like uh, like capsule launches. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it is it's soccer streetwear. So you yeah. go to uh, Ibun Olaloye and he is uh, he's from Philly uh, and, uh, and and he's 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 a guy like I mean. 
kind of doing stuff on his own from the ground up. He built this company, and it's a soccer streetwear brand. They make great clothes, but we kind of we we hung out with him at the uh, at the Adidas Lounge at the Philadelphia Convention Center, and we got to get, got to hear like a a different perspective on you know the, from the fashion world from the 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 fashion streetwear yep. world in soccer. So uh, yeah, so tune in to this to our conversation with Aboon right after this. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to talk to you real quick about one of our sponsors. Uh, SeatGeek, hooking us up again. Always oh, yeah. looking out for the cooligans. And they're also looking out for you. You, yep. if you, When you use SeatGeek, you know, SeatGeek is the, the official uh, ticketing sponsor for Major League Soccer. Again, we've always mentioned, if you want to go to soccer games, go to SeatGeek.com. Get tickets over there. Also, but you can also get uh, tickets to other events. You know, like I, I just got tickets for uh, a Brooklyn Nets game. Uh, so you go on SeatGeek. Tick, tickets. It, it compares uh, prices on all other like ticketing sites, and and I'm going to I'm taking my girl to Nets game. Bro, did you use the word cooligans? You know, I use a promo code cooligans for twenty bucks off my first purchase. So you got twenty bucks off a pretty inexpensive ticket already because they found it at, for at a great price. Yeah, exactly. Because it's also the Brooklyn Nets. You know how it is. I mean, that's kind of what the fans need to do. Put in the word <laughs> cooligans. Use it in the app. Use it on SeatGeek.com. You get yourself twenty dollars. Yeah, baby, back on the cool again. Oh, look at this. All right, we're still here at yeah. the Adidas <laughs> Predator booth. We ain't leaving. <laughs> with, with LBF. With LBF. You didn't even let me finish. Oh, my yeah. fault, my fault. That's, that, that's the thing is that Alexis cuts me off at every single moment. <laughs> yeah, and now you're doing it, so it ain't just me. <laughs> you know? But we are here, yeah, with Live, Breathe Football. And these are just a great uh, group of guys, but the main person the man in charge. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm being. I hope it's accurate. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't know. We have no idea. We didn't look at the org chart before yeah, we started. I don't know if there's a silent partner <laughs> who has some influence. Yeah. Uh, but no, we are here of Live Breathe Football. Yes, We're sir. here with Aboon. Aboon, baby. What's up, fellas? What's good, man? Dude, you are making major moves. We were on your show what about like eight months ago? Yeah, yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, you were yeah. making some big moves. We were there right as you were getting started with the Sporting, Sporting Kansas City, KC, yeah, yeah. which went wild. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was, mean, how does that feel to see something that you worked hard? Because, like, as comics, we say something and then we hear right away. Right, so for feedback. you, there's like a there's a bit of a delay. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. way for production. You ask your friends what it looks like. How did it feel to see everyone just love it? I mean, it was surreal, right? Because when you're creating it, right, you're so immersed in it. You sometimes you lose perspective, right? And then you go, okay, well, we spent all this time. I just hope people like it, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you can do all that work and people yeah, are like. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> but then instead they were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And that's kind of really opened the door for more more awesome things that we're working on. So, yeah, it's definitely an awesome time to be a uh, part of the LBF crew. So that's for sure. And Live Breathe Football, maybe you can talk a little bit about it, uh, the inception of it. I mean, for, for me, look, there's a lot of, like, dope Instagram accounts. And there's, like, <laughs> there's soccer clothes. There's that, 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 that soccer hype beast sort yeah. of culture. Soccer right. boy swag, soccer starter <laughs> kits. You know. Little Gucci gang. All right. Yeah. I, we know about it. We know all about it. But this is, it feels different. There's a, uh, I mean, you guys are from, you're from Philly. Yeah. Uh, and how did this begin? Because I know not only, I, I actually, I worked in fashion for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, right? rem I remember the stories. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> My dude was working for Sean Jean. Yeah. <laughs> so, take that, take yeah. that. Uh, so ah. I, so I, I <laughs> I kind of saw how it worked behind the scenes, but mm -hmm. what, it, what is it like for, for a, a soccer streetwear brand? I mean, it's it's been a long time coming, right? So we're pretty much going into our seventh year in business, right? I started this when I was a junior in college, right? It's my 21st birthday, so I had no idea what I was doing. I was just this like a class project? Or? No, it was just nah. like, I it's, turned 21 and I was like, yo, I don't want to graduate. I'm going to be a mogul right now. Right, I don't want to work Quick, for anyone else. Quick, get me else. a fur coat. We don't have one. <laughs> just wait. 
just wait, I'm going to get one. Like, yeah, where's the Ferrari at? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but no, I, I kind of started because, like, you know, I remember at the time there was really nothing fashionable for, like, soccer, right? And the issue for me was, right, this beautiful game that we all love so much, that has so much color, so much culture, and so much potential, it just wasn't represented in the products that I saw out there, right? There was no Ralph Lauren for soccer, right? There was yeah. no, like, there was no Stone Island. There was no cool brands that were, like, just inspired by soccer. So I was like, yo, I'm going to make that. I'm going to make the stuff that, like, I like wearing, but, like, has that soccer twist and that inspiration behind it. And back then, you know, we didn't, everything that happened now with the soccer, with Instagram, soccer hype, all that, none of that existed when we started, no, right? that's way new. So we just kind of started, and, like, obviously it took some time for people to really understand the concept, but like, I'm glad to really see where, like, the whole, not even just us, but, like, the whole entire soccer culture, the Instagram, the whole vibe, I'm, I'm happy to see where it's, it's gotten to. And, and what's the response, what, what has the response been from the other, like, because, when you see when you think of streetwear brands, you so immediately immediately associated with like hip hop, basketball. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Your so, Supremes and all but that. But I'm, I'm right. sure what's been happening is that the people who are who are fans of, of that part of the culture, of, of even of other sports, are looking at LBF and like, oh, yo, this is kind of this kind of fly. Why? How come I don't, I don't? How come I don't see this in my neighborhood? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because you know, for me, one of the the things I love most about doing our brand is when people who don't like soccer be like, yo, that's dope because. It's one thing for people who like soccer to love your stuff. It's another thing for people to just be like, that's just cool, period. That's you know just generally mean? cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's really what like lets us know, okay, we've got something cool here. And, like, let's really f expand on that and let that keep growing. We've been huge proponents of LBF. Yeah. And you guys yeah. have been big supporters of ours. And I think yeah. the reason why is we are the same exact sort of company, same thought process in different realms. 100%. We want, when people who don't like soccer laugh at our jokes about MLS or whatever's happening or Europe, we're like, whoa. Yeah. Like they're feeling us. Like yeah, it's, we're yeah, trying yeah. to expand. We're trying to show the rest of the world. Look at all the cool stuff that does happen in soccer. Right. You're doing it from like the clothing perspective. We're trying to show people, look how much fun this is. Look how funny this is. Right. And I don't know that we could have done it in a vacuum right. and now we're both in this world we're like instagram all this so many more people are shining a light into what some of the similar things we do mm -hmm. so now it's like we're all but you guys are just taking off on another level i mean you know this is beautiful you have this whole uh predator setup if you guys happen to be in philly you saw it if not i mean you got local artists you do it for philly right. we always talk about we joke around saying we're doing it for the culture right you actually are doing <laughs> it for the culture you could have gone to la you could have gone to New right York. right you do it for philly you care about philly why you know, it's Philly has such an amazing energy, right? And it's like people just need to see that, right? LA has Hollywood and all the right. New York is just New York, right? New yeah. York is just dope, period, right? Yeah. But it's like Philly's cool. Philly has its own energy to it, and like a few people have made it out of Philly to the, you know, Meek Mill's from Philly. Like Meek Mill is as authentic and as real as you can ever get. Free, S free Meek Mill. Free, yeah. me free, free Meek, by the way. <laughs> Drop the case, yo. <laughs> Let him out. But that's that's thing for us is like you know. Oh, we hold on a second. Don't free Beanie. <laughs> <laughs> the streets are safe for now without him, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the whole state property yeah. family. Yeah. Shout out um, to Beans. I love you. But no, you know, like, this is where we're from, and this is where the inspiration from the brand comes from, and it's important that, like, we stick to that, because once you leave somewhere else, you're trying to, like, chase something, right? And, like, yeah. sometimes you get lost in that. It's like, I think what we have here is amazing, and I want to build on that, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. 
What? I, it, well, okay. well, one question I wanted to ask because uh, when you start a soccer streetwear brand, uh, streetwear brand, I can imagine similar when we started a soccer, a comedic soccer podcast. People were like, you know, in the comedy world was like, you gonna talk about soccer? Like, what? Right. Are, what you gonna? We got ten minutes, and then, <laughs> then the podcast is over. Right. Uh, what? What was the response? I'm sure there, there must have been not necessarily haters, but people that were skeptical of of the idea of a soccer streetwear brand. What? What were some of the negative things that you heard? So I remember there's, there's a, a website called Nike Talk, right, that I used to go when I was a kid, right? I was, this is when, like, the hundreds first started. Like, all yeah. these brands that are big now, like, I saw when they kind of That's used to be on Nike Talk. That's how people found out about exclusives back in the day. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember the first time I posted the first LBF shirt that we did, and someone was like, yo, why would you limit it to soccer? And that question baffled me so much. I'm like, bro, it's the biggest sport limit, in the world. Limit to soccer. Right, like, there's there's more soccer fans in the world than Christians or Muslims. Yeah, that's period. like saying, where yeah. are you going to find sunlight? It's the biggest sunlight. religion in the world. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. why? Yeah. So yeah. for us, it was like, what, what do you mean? So for me, it's just been like, it makes sense to me. And that's kind of what inspires me. It's like, okay, this makes sense to me. And let me see if anyone else has the same, you know, feeling about this thing. And so far, I think we've <laughs> we've proved that people care yeah. about a soccer <laughs> streetwear sure. brand. You know, dude, you're in a lot. You're, you know, pants, those joggers and stuff. I got they're amazing. Uh, the Maestro jacket. You've got clothing. What's hats? You do like you do capsule launches almost for for brands right. like uh, Sporting Kansas City. What is next for you guys? What where do you see the brand taking off? Is that fur coat coming? Is there an LBF fur coat? <laughs> like, what do you see? What do you see for yourself? So, next? so I think there's there's. Uh, three phases to the brand really and you know you kind of touched on all of them the first one is really continuing to innovate on product like when that first started the first lbf shirt was printed on like a two dollar envil it was black you watched it became gray right yeah and then for me it was like, okay let's find better blanks and then now it's like we're making our own fabrics and i don't think people understand just how difficult that is it's like the yes. latest collection is completely like not just cut and sew like we're milling the fabrics from scratch like we're saying we want this much cotton we want this this much polyester like we're making that from scratch so really pushing the product innovation from that perspective. The second thing is, you know, our brand was born on social media, but for me, what really like makes LBF LBF is like seeing people and having people come out and experience the brand in a very like real way. So that's the second facet. And the third facet is like this Adidas thing where we can be like an experienced design company and say, look, we're creative dudes, period. Like we can't, we don't limit that creativity to just clothing or just, you know, having tournaments. It's like, yo, Adidas can call us and say, yo, we're gonna, let's, Let's do something cool. And we can say, yo, we, we have artists in Philly. We have local DJs. We have the capabilities to build out a space that, in my opinion, is the best, you know, activation space in this entire convention, simply because, like, that's what's in our mind. And we just kind of have to figure out how to get, get it done. So for me, that's really what's next is to keep going down this path and saying, look, there's dope events you can do besides, just like, oh, yeah, let's have a little tournament. Let's have some soccer balls. Like, no, like, really give people that experience and mix streetwear, mix culture with soccer. Yeah, yeah you know? and it is interesting because, uh, and I know you do a lot. You do a lot of work with like either youth academies. I see you uh, right, uh, right. For, on your Instagram and stuff like that. What is what do you feel is your duty or responsibility, especially now that the brand is growing, to almost grow the sport of soccer in itself? It's, it's funny you ask that question because Danny and I, one of our guys, were talking about this uh, last night. And for me, it's to really change the complexion of, of soccer in America, right? L like, literally, like, <laughs> like no, like I mean, as literally as possible, right? I because, want some Mabaludrums out there. <laughs> because think about it, right? We all watch the game. The game we all fill in love with. We're Arsenal fans, right? You know, like we're fans of the no, game. Yeah. Ever Everton, over Everton, here, right, yeah. bro? But even Everton, right? Like you watch our fam our favorite soccer players are 
Hispanics and black people, and like sometimes white people. Like there's yeah. sort of a very like just mixed, diverse, diverse, yeah. very diverse like look to the game. And then you come to soccer in America, and you're like, wait, it, yeah. it's not really translating. It looks like a ski lift, right? You know, so <laughs> yeah. which why for me is like in our pictures and our Instagram and every sort of thing we do, I make sure it feels like when I was at Temple playing soccer, and we literally called it the United Nations because it's like it's dudes from like Eastern Europe, it's dudes from Africa, it's dudes from yeah, yeah. you know yeah. York, PA. Like everyone is such an eclectic mix of people. It's like soccer in America has to reflect that. And until that happens, in my opinion, we won't really be this soccer powerhouse that we all want to be. And it's, it's our job to push that. Right, and it say is. like, look, this is important. Like you can't ignore half your talent pool. Well, like in New you know York, what I mean? if you go to like New York specifically, like Brooklyn, you go to a pickup game in right. Brooklyn, there's mad Jamaicans, mad Caribbeans exactly. playing. Exactly. Then you go to an academy match and it doesn't, you don't see those same dudes and you don't you see those see dudes' one. kids. Yeah. And I think it's not necessarily that there's too many of the other. No, no, no. It's that I think there's more room for everybody. Right. And I think that's something that we're really cognizant of. Somebody made a joke last night uh, about us at the comedy show and they were like, oh, a Dominican and Cuban, real big soccer nations, right? And we're like hosting a soccer show. But like, like, that's what's beautiful about yeah, what right. we're doing. It's like, exactly. we're helping like people like, oh, it's because you're Hispanic, you like soccer. I'm like, dog, Dominicans and Cubans? <laughs> like, that's, that's not really not, the thing. Right. That's, that's not really the thing. Hey, you guys are big into baseball, right? Yeah. 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 Everyone in our family is like, why are you kicking it? Pick it up. Curveball, <laughs> baby. Hit it with a bat. <laughs> you know, and the, the truth is, is that, like, we're building it because it's, we come from the inner city. Like, it's, for us, the, like, we saw it as, like, a street culture thing. And not the rest of the world, the rest of this country has it. And they will. And it's because of guys like you that right. are helping that along. Right. And, Absolutely. and that's ultimately what I want to do is just, like, look, you know, like, when I see, when I play pickup and when I play in leagues it's like the dudes that I'm playing with like there's a sort of a very eclectic mix of people it's like why isn't that being represented at a bigger scale on the mainstream level if you want to call it that because until that happens like you can't ignore half your talent either through like social like you know socioeconomics or like yeah, just yeah. like you absolutely know, race now are you you ever have any plans to do like a pop-up in New York or something yeah I would love that yeah I, I would absolutely love to do a pop-up that's one of our goals for this year is to do we more could help you with spaces. that by the way we know people <laughs> Listen, find me a dope space and we'll like deck it out because no joke I, we can help you with that yeah, yeah. that would be really yeah. awesome okay All right. yeah sure. just because I you is, know this ain't even a podcast anymore it's a business meeting well yeah, you know listen, look man. state property sign with Rockefeller Where's the dotted line, bro? Where's the pen? I'm ready to sign. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> yo, Petey Crack was in the studio in New York. You, sometimes you got to get up there. One for Petey Crack, two is for LBF. <laughs> well, uh, Boone, I know you got to go, but, dude, thank you so nah, much. No, I appreciate uh, you guys. For, for doing this, man. Thanks for, thank, thank you for the space. Thank you for the love. Awesome. No, nah, man, this is dope. You guys keep yeah. doing your thing, man. You guys are crushing it out there. Thank you, man. We try. We're big fans of you guys at LBF, and, like, you guys are real. That's that's Appreciate the best way to, to where, put so it. So, where man. can people find you? Where can people uh, get LBF yeah, uh, yeah. clothing? Let, let, let everybody know. So you know. can get our clothes on LiveBreatheFootball.com. We're also on Soccer.com as well. Instagram at LBFootball. That's F-U-T-B-O-L. And then my personal Instagram is at Mr. LBF. So you can just find us all over the all internet. Right, and please do that. Yeah, even if you just follow, if you want to follow just a dope like clothing brand and just even be just inspired see what they're doing it's yeah, so amazing yeah. it's, it's great great work LBF. awesome uh, you can find them they're where they're friends of ours just go through all of our uh, friends and stuff you'll yeah, see yeah, them yeah. they're absolutely amazing hooligans man guys appreciate hey, you so much man cheers thank you man absolutely yeah. thank you thank you so much we'll be back Hi, this is Mike Coscarelli from Anxiety Now. And Andrea Allen from the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We just launched the brand new OG Podcast Network and wanted to let you know that you can hear ours and other great shows by going to ogpodcastnetwork.com. Also, be sure to follow the network on social media to keep up to date with new shows, videos, and live events. That's at OG Podcasts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can subscribe to your favorite OG podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, that was Eboon. Oh, that was Eboon. What a great interview. We love uh, Live Brief Football. And guess what? We might have a little something coming out soon. So keep a lookout for that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. My name is Alexis Guerrero. My name is Christian Polanco. Together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!